Alright folks, welcome to a very special edition of the Golden Eagle Pride Pod. As always, I'm your host Zane Penton, here with my co-host Drew White. We are here today to talk exclusively about the game coming up. Um, I guess when you're listening to this, it will be tomorrow, uh, technically Thursday night, but the game coming up Saturday, Kentucky, Southern Miss, it is here, it is real. Drew, are you ready? Are you sure it's real, man? Uh, you know, we we have talked about it for so long that it just it never actually seemed to be a reality. So that thought that oh yeah, they're actually going to play the game, um, man. Ever since this game was announced, I can't even remember how long ago I've been thinking about it, and finally here we are, Zane. Yeah, I mean it's it's one of those things like you started to wonder, you know. Is, is it ever actually going to get here? Are we stuck in some sort of time warp where, you know, the summer just never ends and it's just always hot and disgusting and football never comes back? But it's here, um, almost here. I mean, I guess if there's, like, a nuclear Armageddon tomorrow, it won't be here. But uh, barring that happening, it is here. Um so we're going to break it down, kind of look into it. want to talk a little bit about, uh, you know, what's been going on this week. Um, our thoughts on who, you know, who are going to be key players. What What is it going to take for Southern Miss to walk away with a win? Um, so to start things off this week, um, it's been your average game week. I mean, it, you know, good bit of tight-lipped, uh, you know, discussion from players and coaches uh, a lot of respect, it seems, on both from both sides to each other. Haven't seen a lot of trash talk from from either team. Uh, I don't. I think they both know that that there's no need to you know give the other side any extra motivation. Um, right. You would have to think at the end of the day, and he'd never tell you, but you'd have to think Shannon Dawson is fired up to try to win this game. Uh, you know, I mean, who wouldn't be? You know, if you if you work for Definitely. one company and then go to another company in the same, you know type of like if you work for alpha insurance and you go to geico you know you want to run alpha insurance into the ground that's the way it is you know so yeah both uh both sides have definitely taken the high road um there was nothing but respect from both uh shannon dawson mark stoops in the um press conferences this week and and you know not a surprise both classy very classy guys so uh, but certainly no one wants to kind of stir the pot a little bit and um you know well you can understand that but you know (laughs) as you mentioned behind the scenes that you know i can can think shannon dawson's been he's been looking forward to this ever since he got that call from jay hobson right no doubt um so another thing we did mention this in our episode this week but we did we didn't delve into it because we wanted to save it for this but a little concerning that it does, it's it's official Draper Riley is going to be out for this game and possibly beyond but obviously we're just thinking about this week um with a run game like Kentucky uh has you know they got a couple of good running backs they've got an offensive line that if I'm not mistaken there's not a guy under 300 pounds on it there there's mm-hmm. there's some beef up there and uh you know it's it's been something that's been talked about all you know spring summer and now sort of fall uh the size on the defensive line for southern miss is a little bit concerning draper riley was kind of the biggest guy on that line 
So it's going to be up to, I think, Jerry McCorvey is listed as, as the starter. Um, you know, obviously Dylan Bradley will be out there. Uh, it's going to take help, you know, obviously from the linebackers, uh, Elijah Parker, uh, those guys like that are going to have to step up big and, and help stifle that run. Um, but yeah, no doubt about it. No doubt. Yeah, I, I, Zane, I think the, the really the thing to watch from this game is going to be both defensive lines and how they handle, um, you know, the offensive lines of the other, because you know Kentucky's going to look at that and and they're certainly going to try to continually pound the football and wear Southern Miss out. Um, and on the flip side, Southern Miss, very experienced interior line um, with a stud running back in Edo Smith. Um, they're going to do the same thing because um, Kentucky, a very, very inexperienced front seven. And um, I read this past week that they lost their top four tacklers along the linebacking core and three of the top five defensive line tackles are, are gone from a year ago. So, um, you know, they're, they're certainly, they're talented up front, but, but, um, you know, they're very inexperienced. So expect Southern message to really try to exploit that as well. And, um, so definitely those concerns are, are warranted for Southern Miss along the defensive line. But, you know, we're here, Zane, we're watching the Appalachian state Tennessee game and, um, 50 by 50 pounds, <laughs> um, to the Tennessee offensive line outweighs the Appalachian State defensive line by 50 pounds on average, and yet they've scored three points, and it's almost in the fourth quarter. So, this is true. Um, you know, if if Southern Miss can, Appalachian State has really laid the the blueprint for Southern Miss. If they can be opportunistic um, with the with the run blitzes. If they can, you know, use their quickness to their advantage, get in the backfield, um, and you know, create some long third downs, I think Southern Miss can certainly have some success there. No, I mean for sure, and and it's you know, I you know we've talked a lot about the run game for Southern Miss, and obviously the run game is is huge with a guy like Ito, but I mean, I still think you know the pass game is going to be a big deal, and I think there's going to be a lot of quick passing. And let's get the ball out. Let's let's see what we can do with the yards after the catch, and you know keep it moving, quickness, and and just try to build a rhythm and get Nick Mullins, you know, some confidence early, and you know get him back in the groove early. So you know it's going to be an interesting matchup, and um, so I guess we'll kind of transition a little bit and talk about sort of at the end of the day when it's you know eleven o'clock Saturday night. What's going to have to happen in this game for Southern Miss to have won? Yeah. And I, I think it's really all going to come down to, you know, and, and I guess we have to look at it, you know, I, technically Southern Miss is an underdog, but I, it's not a lot. And so it's not a thing where like, oh, well, if they want to pull off the upset, they got to, you know, come out firing or what? I mean, not really. This is no David Goliath. And right. Like, right. There's Goliath thing for sure. Exactly. Sure. And yeah. so I do think, obviously, you know, it's one of those cliches like, oh, they need to get out to a fast start. Well, like everybody wants to get out to a fast start. Everybody would love to run the opening kickoff back 105 yards for a touchdown. You know what I mean? Like, so that's all, that's kind of a cliche to say, but you know, by fast start, I, I mean, they need to, come out and just not have any mistakes 
You know what I'm saying? If they have to punt the first couple series, that's not what I mean by, oh, that's not a fast start. They just need to come out and not, you know, have any turnovers, you know, just try to get into a rhythm. And on defense, just just come out aggressive. That's the biggest thing to me. And so they've talked about it, you know, all throughout the fall. We're aggressive on defense. That's that's the name of the game for us. Danny Disco out there, you know, getting them ready to be ball hawks. So to me, that's what it's going to be about. Aggressive on defense, try to find a rhythm early on offense. And I think that's what, you know, what's going to have to happen for them to walk away with a win. Yeah, no question. The, the turnover battle is going to tell a big tale in this game. And you got to wonder about the, the psyche of Kentucky, too. Um, over the last two seasons, they've, they've started really well, I believe four and one and five and one, and then really fallen apart. And, you know, Stoops has is, is got to be feeling some pressure to get this team back to a bowl game. And, um, you know, inexperience, a lot of inexperience on defense where they've, where they've struggled over the past couple of years. Um, you know, Drew Barker, the quarterback, um, is really not sure what, what he's going to be able to bring. He, he has won the position outright, but, uh, you know, still a little bit of nerves there. So, um, I think if Southern Miss can come out, be the aggressor, and really establish themselves early, and um, like you said, just just not be afraid, not play tentative, to get really go after it, be the aggressor, take it to them. Um, I think they can begin to to mentally really start to take control of this game um, because Southern Miss is an experienced team. They've um, you know they've got guys that have that have uh, been in the trenches for several years now and. This is what they've worked towards over the last couple of years. So uh, I really like the experience factor on the side of Southern Miss. Um, I like the, you know, the, some of the veteran guys in key areas that they have. They've got, obviously, Nick Mullins leading the way, senior quarterback, but they've also got on the defensive side, um, you know, several several seniors like, like Dylan Bradley, Daenerys Antoine, Elijah Parker, great leaders. And you know, I really see these guys, um, you know, maintain a level head in a hostile environment and, and uh, being able to, to stay with it. Absolutely. And, and that's, you know, again, it, it seems cliche, but it's just it's all about coming out with poise and just not being afraid, not, not being afraid to, um, you know, step up and say, hey, we're here to play. We're not here to try to, you know – take down the SEC opponent and all that nonsense, you know, they, it's got to be about we're here to get a win. You know, just like every other week, just like anybody else, just like we'll be here to get a win next week against, you know, Savannah State or whoever it is. Um, and that that's going to be the key is, is to not be intimidated, to, to not, you know, feel like this game is somehow just like the caveat of the season. You know what I'm saying? All right. Right. Yeah. No doubt. No doubt. And you know, another good, you know, positive that Southern Miss has going for it is, is Jay Hobson. Um, you know, he was a part of the anyone, anywhere, anytime. Um, you know, Jeff Bauer days. You know, kind of the giant killer mentality. So he's very aware and knows what it takes to go into a, you know, a, a big time um, program. Although Kentucky, you know, you wouldn't necessarily consider their football big-time program but you know they are still 
um, you know, in a good conference, and and uh, you know, traditionally they they've had some some good teams, but um, he knows the mentality that it takes to go into a hostile environment and get to win. Um, he's been there, and so this is this is not going to surprise him. It's not going to be too big for him, the moment, and um, you know, so I, I think that's just another thing. He's going to be a a very calming influence. Absolutely. Um, and so I guess Drew, that's that's kind of it uh, as far as the talking about the game. At least I mean, it, it's it's put up or shut up time. Like it's it's here. We've talked all we can. We, you we, know, we have just, beat it to death. It's, it's that's time what to play the game. That's what I posted the message board today. You know, there wasn't a lot of conversation. I don't think there's anything left to say. I mean, we have we have talked about this game since March of. <laughs> this year i mean right. we have we have beat it into the ground and it's time to just go it's time to just go get it done so a lot of excitement uh jay hobson era begins and here we go zane absolutely so one thing i do want to do before we end it um we got to do picks you know we we, we got to so the way i want to do it and is uh or the way we had discussed doing it that sounds kind of like I'm a bully. Like, this is the way we're going to do it. But I, the way we had decided to do it Hey, I is, know how you run it. So yeah, okay. yeah, that's, I know. Uh, we're going to pick Conference USA every week. You know, I, I, we had talked about picking the big games or whatever, but we're going to pick Conference USA um, because that makes the most sense. I mean, that's that's Southern Miss's conference. Um, granted, you know, I'll, I'll start this off with a, a little bit of a – a warning. Uh, I have not delved deeply into the Conference USA games this week. Um, I have not studied them. I haven't sat down and crunched the numbers on, you know, Southern Illinois versus Florida Atlantic. I'll admit that. I'll be the first guy to, to step up and say, I haven't been sitting behind my laptop all day, you know, really breaking down the stats for Hampton and Old Dominion. But... <laughs> <laughs> I was needing a, I was needing a little analysis on Indiana FIU. Right. And right. you're you're telling me that you got nothing for me? I, I really don't. I don't have much for you. That said, we're going to pick it mostly just to keep up with it. But really it's, you know, we'll, we'll save Southern the Southern Miss pick to the end every week, but you know, that that's the pick. That's the real pick. We'll we'll pick the others just really quickly and then at the end we'll pick the Southern Miss game and sort of explain our reasoning. Um and look, guys, I'm just going to get this out of the way right now. There may be some weeks, maybe, okay, where we pick against Southern Miss. Okay, I'm Ooh. sorry it oh. might happen. It's not going to happen often. It's not going to happen next week. I can tell you that. But don't don't get mad, okay? You may have just shut things down, brother. You know, if it happens, don't get mad. That's all I'm saying. Okay. <laughs> So we're, let's start things off. Like I said, we'll breeze through the other like five thousand games, and then at the end we'll give our our pick for Southern Miss versus Kentucky. Uh, so I'm gonna really actually start this off with a bold prediction. Okay. Bold prediction. Are you ready? Because this is honestly like this is more of a this is a hot take. Okay. 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 I think, let's break it right here. I think Louisville is gonna come out and just crush Charlotte. I don't know, man. I don't know. That's 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 coming out of the gate swinging right there. I I'm gonna say 
by the end of the third quarter, Louisville's going to be up like 60 to 7, 63 to 10, somewhere in that range. They're going to be up big. Mm. I mean, you you are uh you know, uh, that 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 might trend on Twitter that pick right there. So, I'm going with Louisville. Who you got? Uh it, Full disclosure: I, I, We've already said we're we're recording this Thursday night, so we we know what's going on. So you, we'll both pick Louisville. I'm not even going to allow you to. You know, to I make saw that score, um, fifty six to nothing at, at halftime, or fifty one to nothing, something That's, like that. If you're Man, Charlotte, at you what know, point do you just pack it in? You know. Yeah, that is not. That's just that is. That's tough. That's tough right there. Like, if you're um, Charlotte's coach, and this is just an opinion, you have to fake an illness. You have to, you know what I mean? Like, you got to do something wild. You got to find a way to get your team off the field. I, I don't know what to do. Uh, call in a bomb threat, maybe. Tell the entire team to just poop themselves at one time and everybody has to leave. I don't know how you do it. But when you're getting beat 63-7, to 7, you, you got to shut it down. I mean, that's yeah, just this bad. is this is rough. This is rough. Tough, tough opener for for the conference right there. So, uh, moving on, I guess we can still technically pick Indiana FIU. Uh, sure. Indiana's up twelve to ten right now. Six minutes left in the third. Uh, I'm going to go with Indiana um, FIU. Don't like their logo. Not huge on it. Indiana basketball school, uh, but their logo looks like a pitchfork. And I like that, so I'm I'm sticking with Indiana on that one. I'm gonna disagree here. I think these the eight fans um, in the in the stadium tonight um, are going to lift FIU to that next level and uh, give them the fourth quarter surge. I got FIU by field goal. I like it. Do they storm the field? Do the fans storm the field? The I think fans? half of them do. Like I think half. <laughs> do they jump them. on the field and just? Kind of like shake everybody's hand, and I think four of them go out there and try to take down the goalposts, and the other four watch. Um, that, yeah, and, and get home early. Not everyone's going to be that brave. Uh, you know what? Because you know, out of those like ten fans there, there's like a seventy year old dude and like his wife, and he's like, you know what, Janet, we should probably leave about halfway through the fourth and, and beat the traffic. And she's yeah. like, Fred, there's only twenty people here, and. He's like, I know Janet, but it's late. You know that type. You know that's still going on. No, even though there's that's no one happening. there, that's still happening. That is so. still happening. It's just interesting to me that Conference USA brought in, you know, FIU, FAU, because of you know market potential. And wow, you know, I mean, that's such an overblown thing, in my opinion. Oh, it, what market are they in? Oh, they're in Florida. Yeah, and they suck. I mean, that's, <laughs> like, <laughs> there you go. I mean, I mean I that doesn't make any sense. Like, <laughs> yeah. So moving on, uh, picking the last of the games that is already in progress, Western Kentucky up 30 to seven on rice. I'm going to go ahead and predict that they hold on and, uh, they start, they start off the season one and oh. Yeah. I was interested to see what Western Kentucky is going to come with, um, after losing, you know, their top, uh, number one quarterback, Last year, um, and you know, they got a good system in place, good coach. Uh, I think they they take take a dip down, uh, but 
they're they're still going to be a you know a, a team to beat in the in the East. Yeah, I mean, I think Western what? Kentucky would have would have had a tougher time against an actual bowl of rice, but you're right. It looks like they're you know probably going to be back towards the top. Um, so next up, we got Louisiana Tech and Arkansas. Arkansas is favored by a cool 26 points. Uh, Drew, do you have Louisiana Tech pulling off the upset of the century, or is Arkansas gonna gonna take that one home? Oh man, that that offensive line at at Arkansas—they maybe attempt five passes in this game and just you know run over uh, Louisiana Tech. I don't think it's close. Um, yeah. Arkansas big. You could put Brett Belima in at center, and like they would still <laughs> just destroy La Tech. Yeah, that is a that is a a load of an offensive line they got over there in Fayetteville. You know, Brett Belima, I've been calling him Bert so long, like everyone calls him Bert, even though his name's Brett. I can never remember if his name is actually Brett or Bert. Yeah, he he just looks like a Bert. He, he does. Yeah. You know what? He's Bert yeah. from now on. Bert Belima. <laughs> I like so, it. So, uh, Florida Atlantic against Southern Illinois. My goodness. <sighs> I mean, uh, I guess I'll go what with is- Florida Atlantic. I I don't even Southern Illinois. I don't know who they are. I don't know their mascot. I don't even know. Besides Illinois, I don't know where where they're located. Uh, their conference is. Uh, is some, I don't even know what their conference is. So, gotta FAU go with Florida has looked better. Uh, yeah, played Miami tough last year, and they've kind of uh, you know they got a little momentum. So I'm I'm gonna go FAU. So we're are, have we picked the same though? No, you picked you picked FIU over Indiana. Yes. So, yes. Um, Hampton and Old Dominion. I mean, Ooh. I'm going to go with Hampton. Uh, their mascot is the Pirates. I like that. I think that's pretty cool. Old Dominion. Uh, just I don't know. I don't really care for uh, that name. Just as a whole, Old Dominion. It, it's weird. So. Hampton, Hampton's going to take like, that one home. Is Hampton located like that, in man. the Hamptons in New York? That's a good question, and I don't know. I do not know the answer to that. Um, I think Old Dominion's going to be decent this year. They they gave Southern Miss some fits um, in the first half last year, and I think that's a building program. Um you know, I, I think that they've got some potential. They got a very fertile recruiting area there where they are, and and, um, and so I'm going to go ODU. Yeah, I've seen a lot of people, you know, Conference USA people, uh, USM fans, sort of pointing to ODU. I mean, a lot of people have said, "Hey, once you know, UK and LSU are the big games for USM. Marshall's a big game." Um, but a lot of people have pointed to Old Dominion as possibly a, a you know a trap game if you want to call it that uh, sure. for Southern Miss because it's just kind of in that weird area in the schedule where you're starting to kind of look ahead to possibly bowls and conference championships and whatever else. Right. Um, so yeah, I mean, yeah, Southern Miss has got to go there, and um, I I think that's a that's a real tough game to watch. Um, you know, that's a. It's not going to be a, a you know a cakewalk for Southern Miss. So, yeah, a trap game for sure. So, uh, I still think Hampton takes it home, but so we'll we'll be different on that one. Uh, Alabama State UTSA. I got UTSA. Uh, Frank Wilson in his debut. Yeah. I think uh, 
yeah, UTSA. They're going to get some talent down there. So it'll be interesting to see what he's able to do with that program. Love that Roadrunner logo. So we're, yeah. we're both going UTSA on that one. Uh, Alabama A&M, Middle Tennessee, uh, going middle. Um, I don't really... A lot really... of people picking MTSU to win the East this year. Yeah, yeah. I think middle is going to be all right. Um, don't trust many schools that have A&M in their name. Uh, that's just my opinion. Yeah, this one shouldn't be close. Uh, MTSU's got a, got a really, really good ball club this year. And um, so I... I look for them to have a real good season, make a run at the at the, uh, at the East. So next up, we got uh, SMU, uh, North Texas. Uh, got to go with SMU. Is what's his face still at SMU? How is that where Hal is? How how mummy or mume or no? He um, was he ever there? Did I just make that up? I I don't believe he has been. Where does Hal, Hal Mume coach? Hal Mummy? Hal, however you say his name. Jeez, I'm so dumb. This is making me look so dumb. And I'm just going to leave it. I, I, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to cut it out. He's at Bellhaven. I don't even know where that is. Okay. I had to look that up because I... Yeah, I did too. I did too. I had no idea. Yeah. I, uh, why in the world did I think he was coaching at SMU? SMU's had some pretty good seasons. And... Um, you know, I I, uh, I think North Texas is pretty bad. They've, you know, really they fired their coach, uh, Dan McCartney, last year, and things have just continued to go south for that program. So um, I think that there are several years from, from kind of building things back. I think SMU rolls. Yeah, I totally, totally agree. Um, they were favored by 10. They don't <laughs> – and the thing I'm looking at, they don't have lines listed for any of the game, the the three games we just discussed. Uh, but they have lines for these last three. Uh, SMU favored by ten, so I, I think wow. that they're okay. gonna they're gonna take it home. I, um, I thought that'd be more. That surprised me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so last up before Southern Miss Kentucky, I can't believe where did I get how mummy coaching at SMU? Where did that come from? <sighs> I don't know. So lastly, before Southern Miss Kentucky, we got New Mexico State versus UTEP. Uh, I'm going to uh, go with UTEP. Honestly, New Mexico, like, I've been on a big kick about hoaxes here lately. Like, <laughs> you know, things being hoaxes. I've really been, like, looking into hoaxes. I think New Mexico is a hoax. Like, the state of New Mexico. I Just the state. Have you been there? I have, yes. Been to Albuquerque. So you can confirm that it's real. It, it exists. It really does. Okay. Beautiful uh, city, actually, Albuquerque. Hmm. Interesting. If you ever get the chance. Um, so, hopefully, any New Mexico State fans that are listening in, uh, you know, will not take any personal offense here. Yeah, I I didn't think your state was even real, uh, but yeah, I got to go with UTEP. I mean, they're <laughs> they're favored uh, in the in the matchup. Um, Maybe they'll probably be an R eight team, so gotta go with UTEP. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go upset here. I think the Aggies of New Mexico State um, they come out swinging, and I think they get it done in this one. Drew, are you a low key New Mexico State fan? Because I kind of just insulted New Mexico, and you you were like, "No, I've been there." You kind of stood up for them, and now you just know that New Mexico State is the Aggies. 
Are you are you a New Mexico State guy? That that kind of goes way back and back to my days of of uh, back in middle school when I was a UNLV basketball fan, and uh, and they would always play New Mexico State, and so I got uh. to know a little bit about the program. So I had to give a little bit of of you know background to that one, um, huh. you know. So I just had to had to drop the Aggies, you know, there. Oh, so I like it. So last up, and like I said, we'll offer a little analysis with this one. Southern Miss versus Kentucky. Um, I mean, like, I'm still sitting here right now trying to decide who to pick. Um, it's, it's hard because I watch Southern Miss practice. I know their players. And so, you know, it's always hard to say, oh, I think another team is going to win because, you know, I don't know anything about Kentucky. Um, right. And so... There's so much unknown with Kentucky. Right, there uh, really I mean, is. They, they are just... They're, you know, they've, they've got a lot of talent, um, but they're very inexperienced. And I don't think anyone really knows um, what what you're going to see exactly out of them. Um, and, and so I think that's where you know, a lot of the, the questions come in. Um, but that, for me, is also where uh, what makes a difference for me. And that's why I really um, like the experience of Southern Miss in this one. So, I, I'm going to stick with Southern Miss. I, I, you know, I don't know. Kentucky is favored by just under a touchdown, six and a half points. Um, but I, I, I don't know. I just I feel like Southern Miss. You know, the players this week they just they seem ready. Yeah, and uh, that's that's yeah that that's it right there. Right, yeah. and, and so, you know. It's kind of weird because I went on that little spill about picking against Southern Miss, and I almost did that because I, I, in my heart, was somewhat thinking about picking Kentucky. But I think I think USM is going to get it done. But it's it's going to be a close game. Sure. So I mean, I, I don't think, and I think most USM fans will tell you they probably that they probably think it's going to be a closer game. I mean, I just don't see either team coming out and just you know destroying the other the other team. So no, that would be a shock either way. Um, to see that happen, uh, I like Southern Miss in this one too. I really do. I I, I think that um, you know Jay Hobson and just the uh, resurgence tradition that he is bringing back, and I think just the the thought of this game really bringing a lot of that back, um, and and. You know, you, you mentioned the word ready. I, I feel like they're ready too. I really do. Um, they've got you know all the experience in the in the key plate key areas we talked about over and over again. And um, you know, I, I like Southern Miss thirty one twenty seven. Oh, a score. Okay, mm. I'll throw a score out there at you. Mm. I'll throw a score out twenty eight to twenty four. Southern Miss wins. I like it. I like it. So yeah, I mean, both of us picking Southern Miss. I guess that's a little bit homerish in a way, but I don't know. I, I do think it's a bit of a toss-up. You know, I, I could certainly see, you know, Kentucky winning. I mean, I, I, there's, it's not again. It's it's not like next week where, uh, you know, if USM is if it's even close, we need to rethink the season. Um, you know, I could certainly see Kentucky winning. And I think most people could. I mean, you know, I think to be fair, uh, if you're an actual football analogy, you know, fan or, or look at it with any type of 
analytical eyes, you know, that it's it's going to be a good game. I think. Yeah, and you've seen I've seen you know from picks I've seen it's about fifty fifty. Um, I've seen it all all over the map. Um, so it's uh, time to stop talking about it and time to just play. And that's just I think every every uh, Southern Miss fans point of view at this point absolutely I have sad news Drew Tennessee tied the game there with App State that's tough yeah, yeah. That, that was disappointing I loved what Appalachian State was doing um, but just, you just kind of yeah. were just waiting for, for this to happen and it's always tough um, when you're trying to pull the upset when they tie it in the fourth it's you know yeah you, you can just almost see the script being written yeah but, Usually, with a with a big upset like that, you know, it's when you reach this point in the game, App State should be up by at least a touchdown, maybe two. I agree. And they're just trying to hang on, not right. trying to you know beat them in a tie game. Um, right. You know, we'll probably stop recording, and App State will score three touchdowns, and we'll look dumb. But whatever. That would be wonderful. I hope that happens. So, Drew, this might make us run a little long, but I got to run something by you. Uh, I meant to run it by you Monday. Uh, Sure. It's something I've been thinking about. Do you think aliens are here? Oh. oh. Wow. And I'm, wow. I'm basing that off of two things. Okay. So you've seen Contact, right, at the beginning, the people who track the deep space blips uh-huh. or whatever. So Russia claims they heard they oh. saw a blip, right? I don't know if we can necessarily trust Russia, but they say they saw a blip. A little bit before that, this this, you know, Earth-like planet that's like, you know, a gajillion miles away just pops up out of thin air. And scientists are like, oh yeah, we've looked way beyond that before. We've never seen this Earth-like planet. Do you think aliens maybe, like, planted that planet and they're like kind of chilling there to get ready for the invasion? Do you think they just want to be friends and they're like, this can be our planet, that'll be y'all's planet, we'll be pals? What's going on with these aliens? Hmm. You think Trump's in on this? I mean, do you think this is a you know all a big? So is it all tied together? You're taking it into a conspiracy, and I love that. I love <laughs> I, that. I, I, yeah. You know, there was a lot of ways and things in my mind that I thought this conversation was going to go, and this was not one of them. I'll be honest with you. Um. <laughs> Man, if the Russians say it, then it's got to be possible, right? I mean... I, I think they're here. I think they've probably been here for a while, quite frankly. Um, and would, by you here, know, you mean... In, in our... In our Earth? Not on Earth, necessarily, but in our... They're watching us in some way, like in our realm. You hmm. know what I'm saying? Um, Are you talking about like a, um, you know, Independence Day type... Well, that's the question is, are they going to be friendly? Are they going to, to be trying? You know, the classic alien, you know, Hollywood portrayal of aliens, which I think is a little unfair to them, is that they're always coming to our planet because, like, their planet, you know, went to crap and they need oxygen or whatever, so they're coming to Earth. But I just think, right. like, how we look for aliens, we chart the blips from outer space. What if they charted the blips and, like, they saw a blip from us and they're like, oh, man. What's going on? And so they just, you know, maybe they just want to be bros. That'd be cool. <laughs> they just want to be bros. Yeah. 
That, wow. I feel like not enough people think about that as a possibility. Like if aliens come here, maybe it's just like to see what's going on. Just like we would be if we discovered aliens. It's not like we're just going to say, oh, there's aliens and just go kill them all. You know what I mean? Right. Like, right. So why do we just yeah. assume they're coming to kill us? I think that's Why do I think there's a movie? There's a movie coming in your head, you know, like there's something Could that you've got in store. Could be. So, and I'm go- we're going to end it with this last alien question, but I posed this to a couple of buddies. We were- I talk about aliens with-, with buddies a lot. So, you've seen Troy, right? The movie Troy. Yes. There's the yeah. scene where they're about to fight in the-, the battle, and the two kings are like, hey, let's not just let all these dudes get killed, right? Uh, right. The guy's like, I got Achilles. You pull out your biggest dude, and let's just go. One on one, whoever wins. So let's say the aliens show up, and mm. they're like, they want to do that. They're like, hey, Earth, you know, we don't want to fight you guys. Let's just go one on one. Winner, you know, gets the other team's planet. So they get mm. Earth, or we get, you know, whatever planet they're on. Who do you, who do who do you send? Who do we send? They call you up. Who they say, send? Drew, who do we send to save Earth? And get us another planet. Who you got? Oh, oh man! I, you know, I gotta go Stone Cold. Oh, yeah, are you kidding me? Cold. That I was gonna say The Rock, and Stone Cold wow. would have been like, we both went wrestlers, that's, and like every, everyone, like when I was talking about it the other day, it, every like really it was consensus that it, you have to send like The Rock, Stone Cold, yeah. Kevin Nash, like yeah. you've got to send a wrestler. Yeah. I mean, instantly, I, did, I didn't consider anyone else, honestly. Um, <laughs> not a Navy SEAL, uh, not a, you know, UFC champion. You send, you send the Rock, you send Stone Cold. Yeah, uh, um, save the planet. Wouldn't I mean? Is there anyone else you'd really? It's between uh, those two. I think you have a wrestling match to decide who goes. <laughs> That's got to be how you do it. How would that do on pay-per-view, what do you think? Oh, that, uh, you know Vince McMahon would set that up. The pay-per-view to save the world. Save the um, world. And then they just go ahead and parlay that into the actual fight with the aliens on the same pay-per-view. Yeah. I, I can't, like, I legitimately right now cannot believe that was your answer. Like, I seriously <laughs> cannot believe it. That is incredible. Maybe we do uh, think alike, and that, that might be a little scary. Yeah, um, that is amazing that that was here. And it's Stone Cold, yeah. you know he would just go out there and hit that alien with a Stone Cold Stunner, and that would be it. I mean, that's that was my thought, is that this thing ain't going to last long. You know, it's... Um, but, you know... <laughs> so quick I'm glad recap. we think alike, brother. Quick recap to, to end the special edition. And I think this has been fantastic, quite frankly. Uh... Southern Miss pulls out the win in a close one against Kentucky. Um, we picked a bunch of CUSA games that we don't even – I don't even know most of their opponents. Uh, and if we ever have to go mano a mano against an alien race, we're sending Stone Cold. It's really scary where these podcasts can go. It is really scary. You never know. You never know. You never know. You never know. I mean – Well, Drew, the next time we have an episode – uh, we will be, and again, just just to clarify for folks, this was a one-time thing for the season opener. Next week, we'll come at you with a normal podcast. 
we'll recap uh, the Kentucky game. We'll look ahead to Savannah State. Um, Certainly a lot to talk about. Right. We'll probably, honestly, we'll probably be recapping Kentucky a lot more than previewing Savannah State because that's just going to be a blow. That's going to be Stone Cold versus the alien. That's going to be Stone Cold. Like Southern Miss is Stone yeah. Cold. They're the alien. Just Stone Cold Stunner and they're gone. So yeah. we'll definitely and I'm be really happy it. at Savannah State, especially, you know, when you think about if Southern Miss pulls that off, you know, you don't want to play a Marshall in the next week. Absolutely. Um, totally. So, yeah, I, that's that's going to be a come home, uh, get healthy, recharge, make the run. So no question. I'm excited, brother. All right. Well, next time I talk to you, we'll be on the other side of the first mm. football game of the year. About time. About time. All right, Drew, next week. Enjoyed it, man.